Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is season 4, episode 260 of this daily study podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we continue our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials, studying in the week of uh, September the 26th to October the 2nd in the book of Isaiah chapters 50 to 57. And today we're going to focus on Isaiah 54, looking at how uh, Jesus wants us to return to him. Now, before we begin uh, looking at the verses themselves, what's interesting to note is that this is one of the chapters that is quoted by the Saviour himself when he appears to the Nephites in the ancient Americas. You can see it in Third Nephi 22. And this makes sense because, of course, this is referring to how the Lord wants us to return to him. And so he, when he appears to the Nephites, is making this message very clear to them, uh, that he wants them to fully return to him after the state of wickedness that the people were in before he appears to them. Uh, So I just thought that was an interesting uh, point to make there. The Saviour teaches the principles he is sharing using the scriptures, uh, specifically Isaiah. So going into the verses then, in verse 2 of Isaiah 54, it says, Enlarge the place of thy tent, and let them stretch forth the curtains of thine inhabitants. Spare not, lengthen thy cords, and strengthen thy stakes. So the Lord is telling us to reach out and to help the kind of covering of the Lord um, cover more people, um, to be able to have Zion stretch forth and to have stakes established. Now we know that obviously in the church today we have stakes across the world and those and the number of stakes uh, is reaching forth across the world as well. Uh, and so that is a, a, another example of a latter-day, latter-day fulfilment or at least a partial fulfilment uh, of this, um, this statement from Isaiah there. Um, we move forward and it says in verse 7, For a small moment have I forsaken thee, but with great mercies will I gather thee. So this is saying here that, that at times in our lives, perhaps we are not, we don't see the full blessings of the Lord in our lives, perhaps because of our choices. And again, it is us that removes the presence of the Lord from our lives if it is removed um, or it is not present. But just like the sun being covered by clouds, the, the love is never gone. It is always there, but it's up to us whether we stop ourselves from receiving the full blessings and glory of that son uh, or not. Um, And then what the Saviour does then, or what the Lord does then, is that he talks about how his love and his kindness will never leave us. Uh, In verse 10, he says, For the mountains shall depart, and the hills be removed, but my kindness shall not depart from thee. Neither shall the covenant of my peace be removed, saith the Lord, that have mercy on thee. This, these are great words of comfort and hope. Um, that, like the Saviour here is saying that even though mountains and hills shall be, you know, all pass away eventually, His love and kindness and mercy will never depart from us. He is always there for us, no matter how far how far we try and depart from Him. Uh, Elder Dieter F. Uchtdorf said, quote, Think of the purest, most all-consuming love you can imagine. Now multiply that love by an infinite amount. That is the measure of God's love for you. 
um, he loves us because he is filled with an infinite measure of um, holy, pure and indescribable love. We are important to God, not because of our resume, but because we are his children. He loves every one of us, even those who are flawed, rejected, awkward, sorrowful or broken. God's love is so great that he loves even the proud, the selfish, the arrogant and the wicked. What this means is that regardless of our current state, there is hope for us. No matter our distress, no matter our sorrow, no matter our mistakes, our infinitely compassionate Heavenly Father desires that we draw near to him so that we, he can draw near to us. Close quote. I mean, how wonderful is that? How marvellous is that? Do we really recognise just how blessed we are to have a loving Father um, that is always there for us? No matter what we do, uh, he is there and there is always hope. Um, he, he says in verse 11, O thou afflicted, tossed with tempest, and not comforted, behold, I will lay thy stones with fair colours, and lay thy foundations with sapphires. Um, he can bring great peace and kindness um, in a difficult time. Elder Jeffrey R. Holland said, quote, In a world tossed with tempest and um, not comf- and not comforted, as Jehovah said it would be, how do we find what he called the covenant of peace? We find it by turning to him uh, who said he would have mercy on us and with everlasting kindness would grant peace to our children. In spite of frightful prophecies and unsettling scriptures declaring that peace will be taken from the earth generally, the prophets, including our own beloved uh, Russell M. Nelson, have taught that it does not have to be taken from us individually. Close quote. We look around in the world today and we see great contention. We see certainly a very distinct lack of peace in many aspects of the world around us. But individually, even though collectively across the world there is more and more turmoil and difficulty, on an individual level we can have a level, a strong level of peace. But there is one place where that comes, truly where that comes, and that is from the Lord. Um, if it, it, I think that, for me, is one of the great messages of the gospel. Of course, you know, we are working towards being able to have our eternal found, our eternal welfare um, resolved and um, in the hands of the Lord. But it, we can also receive great blessings and comfort um, now. In verse 13, the Lord says, All thy children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of thy children. So again, just reinforcing the fact that you know, if we raise our children with a, a focus on the Lord, they shall have greater peace in their lives. Uh, President Gordon B. Hinckley said, quote, I believe this to be the most marvellous age in the history of the world. For some reason, you and I have been permitted to come on the scene at this time when there is such a great flowering of knowledge. What a tragedy it is. What a bleak and terrible thing to witness a son or daughter on whom you counted so much to walk the torturous path that leads down to hell. On the other hand, what a glorious and beautiful thing it is to see your, the child of your dreams Walk with head up, standing tall, unafraid, with confidence, taking advantage of the tremendous opportunities that open around him or her. So lead your sons and daughters, so guide and direct them from the time when they are small, so teach them the ways of the Lord that peace will be their companion throughout life. Close quote. Of course, I mean, this is very similar to the training of a child in the way they should go and when they are old, they shall not depart from it in Proverbs. But of course, we know that, you know, we can teach a child, um, the gospel, we can teach them the ways of the Lord and raise them to look toward the Lord in their lives. But of course, they have their agency. And when they are older, they, they may well depart from it. For it. But what we know is that even if they do depart from it, 
they have those principles. They have been taught them. They have seen your example. And there will come a time where perhaps that is reminded or brought to their remembrance, such as it was with people like Alma the Younger, the sons of Mosiah, and many other um, individuals who were trained up in the way they should go and then lost their way for a time, but then always had that message in their hearts. Um, I want to finish with this verse uh, at the end. In verse 17, No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgments thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. The Lord will always be with us uh, as we rely on him, as we seek his guiding comfort in our lives. He will always be with us to help. Elder Dietrich Uchtdorf said, quote, As his covenant people, we need not be paralyzed by fear because bad things might happen. Instead, we can move forward with faith, courage, determination and trust in God as we approach the challenges and opportunities ahead. In the face of fear, let us find our courage, muster our faith and have confidence in the promise that no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. Close quote. Such a great chapter of hope, reassurance and comfort there, um, helping us to remember to return to the Lord if we are slowly drifting from him and that he will always support and strengthen us in our difficulties and trials, even if it means that we, are, we have to take some time to be in that difficulty and trial. He is there to comfort us and give us peace. Thank you so much uh, for listening today. Hope you've enjoyed the study. Please join the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. And you can email ldsstudysession at gmail.com if you have any feedback or thoughts as well. Thank you for listening and until we meet again.